A rapid genotype test is bringing new hope to cardiovascular medicine. It's being used to individualize warfarin dosing, but the investigators think that it could pave the way for other user-friendly genotype tests to help clinical decision-making. Jeffrey Anderson from the University of Utah in Salt Lake City presented trial data at the American College of Cardiology meeting here in New Orleans. I asked him about the new test and how his group's been using it. We think that uh, uh, warfarin dosing is a good place to start in personalized medicine. It's a drug that in the U.S. is used by over a million patients and their extreme variability in the uh, required dose for each patient based on their genetics primarily. Uh, so it can vary from one milligram a day to 15 milligrams a day. Tremendous variability. Uh, and this is determined, we now know, primarily by three genetic variants. And uh, that conclusion has been validated by several groups. Uh, what hasn't happened, though, is uh, to apply that in general practice we, for two reasons. First of all, we don't have a rapid assay that can be used in clinical real time so that uh, doctors don't want to wait for a week or two to get the results back before they start the dose. They have to start it that day. And secondly, we don't really have as much information in how to use that in an algorithm. How much do we reduce the dose uh, or increase it if they have a certain variant? So those two things are needed now. We address the first of those problems with a rapid turnaround, one-hour assay in, in this particular abstract. Yes, we're talking about individualizing treatment, but individualizing it when you really haven't got a lot of time to spare. So what does this new test consist of, and what is it, in fact? What we do is to swab inside of a cheek uh, with a Dacron swab, very easy to do, no needles, uh, put it in a little tube that contains a solution that digests the proteins and cell membranes, leaves the DNA intact, uh, and, uh, and then we can use that within 10 minutes, in fact, to go ahead, amplify the, uh, the small amount of DNA just from that swab, but it's enough for us to then apply the probes that bind to those sites that identify which of those variants they have, and we do a melting curve analysis that takes 10 minutes, literally. So within an hour, we can sort this out into whether they're the common or wild-type variant, whether they have one or whether they have two of these uncommon variants that affect the dose. Now, without giving me too much of the science, what are the names of these genotypes that you're dealing with? Uh, yes, well, one gene is called uh, CYP2C9. It's a hepatic enzyme that determines how fast we metabolize warfarin. If you have a loss-of-function variant, that means you don't metabolize it as quickly, so you don't need as much. Uh, to keep the same level up. And so if you have one of these variants, we need to reduce uh, the, the dose. Uh, so that's one of them. And what's the difference in turnaround time between this rapid test and the standard laboratory tests, which, of course, are, are very excellent but can't be done so quickly? Right. Well, uh, it would be the difference between one hour and several hours to even a day or two, depending on the particular assay that uh, you have. So certainly you wouldn't have the results back that same day. Uh, and in many cases, you'd need to send it off to a laboratory outside of your facility. And, of course, that takes extra time as well. Well, now that you can get it in 10 minutes or so, or certainly within an hour, what have you been able to do with actual patients so far? What we've done is now applied it in a prospective study. Uh, where we've uh, not only used this aspect, but also an algorithm uh, based on what we think we need to do in terms of modifying that dose um, based on the variants. 
And so uh, we, we then have randomized patients to just standard therapy or to genotype-driven therapy, personalized medicine, if you will. And we hope to have the results of that study uh, you know, available to present within the next year, and hopefully uh, that will indicate that this is, a, uh, this is a reasonable way to go. It's very exciting, very promising for warfarin. Uh, first of all, do you think it's going to make an impact in warfarin dosing? And secondly, do you see this extending to other cardiovascular decision-making? Right. Well, I, we've certainly uh, hoped that it will make an impact. You know, when we analyzed uh, the results uh, from our uh, anticoagulation management uh, clinic throughout our uh, hospital system in Salt Lake City, we found that of several thousand, over 5,000 tests per year, that amazingly 40% were out of range. 40% were out of range. That's a large number that puts patients at risk for bleeding if it's too high, which it usually is, or, or clotting if it's too low. So if we can impact that, we think that that will have a, uh, a big impact on the use of this, uh, this drug. And the rest of cardiovascular medicine, do you think that it's too difficult to apply this sort of rapid genotype testing in other branches of uh, decision-making for cardiovascular medicine? Well, I, I think this is proof of principle. I mean, this shows it is feasible to do this in clinical real time. So absolutely, I think once we have this under our belt, if you will, we'll be looking around to see what other drugs are good targets for this kind of an assay. That was Jeffrey Anderson from Salt Lake City talking to me at the ACC. Chairing the session at which he spoke here in New Orleans was Douglas Zipes from Indiana University. So I asked him what he made of Jeffrey's findings and the hopes they hold out. That study is a very important observation showing that one could identify three distinct polymorphisms in the, the metabolism of warfarin uh, in patients within an hour using a buccal swab. Um, this really places uh, genotyping in the clinical forefront. It allows us to identify those individuals who metabolize warfarin in a way that makes them more sensitive to the effects of warfarin, uh, I, to be able to do this within an hour, uh, and then to be able to reduce the warfarin dose appropriately so that it's still therapeutic and avoid bleeding complications. That would indeed be wonderful, wouldn't it? It's, it's a a major uh, advance. It's, uh, the, the application of pharmacogenomics is something we've all striven for and uh, Jeff has demonstrated the practicality of doing it now. Right, now warfarin is one thing, but what about other treatments and more detailed individualized therapy for patients with cardiovascular disease? Well, I think this is the first step and I think uh, the other advances uh, certainly will follow very rapidly. Douglas Zipes from the University of Indiana in Indianapolis talking to me at the ACC meeting in New Orleans. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.